You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time to go inside the front office of the athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. It's now time for the general manager show right here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. David Forrest, the general manager of the Oakland Athletics, joins us. David, how are you? What's up, Chris? How you doing? Are doing well. First off, congratulations on winning the AL West. I know it's a big deal for you, the front office, to finally uh, take down the Astros and win the title. Yeah, it was a goal that we set last uh, October. We've talked about it a lot. We talked about it. Through the off season, uh, we we expected it to come in a different kind of season, but um, but a division title is a division title, and our guys were the best team in the West, so uh, good for them. You know, Kevin Cash of the Rays said the other day after their game that no matter what happens, everybody's going to look back who were who are winners in this season and really appreciate. It's going to take some years. You know, because there's, you know, we have no idea when COVID's going to end. We don't know what next year is going to look like. But years from now, people are going to look back, and the winners will really appreciate what they accomplished. Do you agree with that? I totally agree. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear Kevin say that, but yeah, I mean, I think there's this idea that it's just 60 games and maybe not as meaningful or as difficult to accomplish, and um, I think those of us who've been inside of it uh, recognize the challenges. And, and I think he's right. We'll look back hopefully in a year if we have a, a normal 2021, but certainly a couple of years uh, we can look back and think just how difficult this was and, and what a, what a reward it is for those teams that, uh, that ended up on top. David, I just do a talk show and the pre and post from my home <laughs> studio and I feel like it's been 200 games. I have no idea what it's like for the players, Bob Melvin and his staff. I agree. I, I can't imagine what those guys, I, yeah, I get to sit at home a lot too. Trust me. I'm, I'm at the ballpark occasionally and I'm, I'm on top of everything, but, um, but I'm not on the road traveling with those guys stuck in hotel rooms, having to get tested every other day and all the, all the stuff they're going through. So I'm, uh, you know, 200 may be light. It may feel like 2000 games to those guys. So for like you, who's in control of the ball club, are you going to be in the bubble with the players? How will that work? I'm not right now. Um, You know, we'll see how far this thing goes, but you know, we've taken the approach all season that, um, that less is more and, and the fewer people, uh, on the inside in the clubhouse, things like that. The, the better we are, the less the risk is. So um, I think we've we've sort of narrowed it down strictly to essential personnel. And um, you know, those guys have been in a hotel since Tuesday, in anticipation of hopefully winning a couple games next week and moving on to a, uh, a neutral site. 
you know, right right before the trading deadline, we had you on, and this was the day you tra- you traded for Tommy Listella. We could hear your other phone; it was buzzing, <laughs> and you didn't tell us that you were trading Tommy Listella. So we said, okay, but now we'll, we'll forgive you for that. But can you tell us yeah, who's starting one, two, and three for the wild card <laughs> series? Oh man, you, that that would be fair if I if I gave you that, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, we're probably going to hold on to that information. And and to be totally honest, you know, there are a lot of options. Some of it certainly depends on who we play next week. And we may not know that until uh, around three o'clock our time on Sunday. It's not, uh, you know, it's not quite the National League with all the, the chaos they've got going on over there. But there are a lot of different scenarios that could play out over the next few days. And, you know, we could we could move between the two and the three seed and uh accordingly the six and the seven seed are going to bounce around so once we figure out on sunday who we're playing then i know bob and emo will sit down look at all the information and, and make their decisions i mean that's totally fair so as of right now you don't know who's starting game one no i think we have I mean, we have some ideas but no i don't i don't think i don't think we've made any final decisions and yeah it could definitely change i think what Bob said last night was that we were trying to keep as many options open as possible. And that was, that was the reason Jesus threw last night on regular rest, just to make sure he stayed on turn as an option. Um, obviously, you know, fires pitching last night, Manaya the night before. Um, I, I think it's fair to say with Chris throwing tonight, he won't, he won't go on short rest in game one. I don't think that's a likely scenario, but, um, but no, we've got a lot of different, a lot of different options, a lot of good choices. So this is something I've been talking about in such a, a you know, unprecedented season is that you have a team, like the really kind of the two options as of right now are Cleveland and Houston. You've played Houston, you've done well against Houston, and you've done real well against Houston at home. And then you have Cleveland, who you haven't seen. So it, it, how weird is that? that your preparation will be, we played these guys, beat them versus a team. I mean, you're going to have data, you're going to have numbers, you got video, but you haven't, you haven't played against the tribe this year. It's weird. It was one of the things we realized very early on in the season is that when we were, you know, kind of surfing through games and watching, we, we figured, you know, other than the five games that take place in the West every night, None of those other games were going to be relevant until the postseason. So, um, and, and look, to throw another variable in there, I mean, the, the Indians are only a game behind the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox have to match, match up with the Cubs this weekend. So, that you know, White Sox lose two out of three or get swept. They could very easily fall behind the Indians and go into that seven spot. So, yeah, that's sort of what I meant earlier. So many unknowns. And, and definitely weird to think about playing a team that you have not seen all season. Um, and, you know, there's there's some advantages to that. They haven't seen us either. You know, they potentially haven't seen some of our pitchers in maybe a couple of years. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a little too early to get ahead of ourselves right now and start, uh, start picking apart opponents. What do you think that'd be like as a front office in the National League where the variables are so all over the place? Like, how do you... I mean, you only have one day off and then you got to play. Some of this is not going to get decided till Sunday. What do you think it's going to be like for all these front offices? They have all these scenarios in front of them. 
Well, I think the traveling secretaries in the National League are going to lose their minds this weekend. <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's just incredibly stressful. I saw a graphic last night that said uh, going in today, the Cardinals could have ended up literally in any seed except for the one seed in the National League, or they could have ended up completely out of it by the time the weekend's over. So two to eight or out. Um, yeah, it's a stressful weekend for those teams. And um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just glad we, we have a little bit of certainty over here and not have to go through that. You know, I thought playing at Dodger Stadium was a big deal. And I, and I don't want to overplay it. It's kind of my football background working in the NFL for years. I just think matchups, when two good teams are looking at each other uh, across from, from the dugouts, and I thought it was good competition. I thought it was a key that you did it so late in the season that if you're able to win this wild card series, that you are immediately going back to Dodger Stadium. So you've been on those mounds. You know how the infield plays. You know how the outfield plays. Am I overplaying this, or was this really a, a key series right here to play down in Los Angeles against the Dodgers? No, I don't think you're overplaying it. I think it was important for a lot of those reasons. I mean, I will say we, you know, internally we set a goal early on to, to go in there without those games being meaningful as far as the standings were concerned. And I was glad we accomplished that. It allowed us to do a couple things, and, um, you know, get some guys some time off. Um, but absolutely playing in that ballpark is important. And, uh, and yeah, you match up against what is, you know, pretty objectively the best team in the game. Um, and other than, you know, other than Frankie having a little missed up Tuesday, uh, Sean pitched great. Mike Fires did a nice job last night. Um, you know, we, we came from behind and won a big game on Wednesday and, and saw some of their relievers. So, well, I don't. I don't think you're overstating, and I think it's you know if we're lucky enough to advance and end up at Dodger Stadium, it will be nice that it feels familiar. Do you get the sense that players will be able to really shake off bad numbers? I mean, you know, let's face it. There's some guys that are not they're not making a whole lot of contact, but once you get to the postseason, that the last sixty games mean nothing. I mean, you hit the reset button, everybody's at zero. Do you think these athletes will be able to do that heading into the postseason? I think I think some of our guys are looking forward to it. I, I think there is a there's a, a mental grind that's gone on the last couple of weeks, just knowing that you've only got 60 games and in a normal season you have so much time to work your way out of something and and you know make a difference uh, on the scoreboard as far as your numbers are concerned. And that's it's stressful knowing there just isn't a lot of time. And I I would hope that come Monday, like you said, you wipe the slate clean. And uh, it's, you know, it's not about the individual numbers on any level at that point. It's, it's about finding a way to win ball games. So I think uh, I, I would think some of our guys are probably looking forward to that. You know, I, you said the mental game and something I've been saying on this show and also on the A's Clubhouse show. As so many people talked about health and they, they talked about physical health because they were worried about the COVID. They were worried about testing positive for COVID-19. And I think where we are at this point, I think it's mental health. I think the team that wins the World Series, when you talk about players now going into a bubble, they were never preparing for that. We've seen it in the NBA. We've seen it in the NHL. Just the mental health of the team, the strongest team, whether it's your team or somebody else, 
Just talk about how important that is going to be to win the World Series because the stress fat the stress factor that's put on this play on these players has never been put on it on teams like this ever before in the game. It's true. It's true. And we've talked all season about all the things outside of baseball that are that are going on and all you know, all the things they've had to, to worry about and kind of block out in order to play the game between the lines. Uh, I am hopeful that once you get to, you know, hopefully to a neutral site and you've kind of got everything taken care of for you by MLB, that there is the ability to to sit back and, and just focus on the, the game. You know, in, in theory, you potentially have your family with you. You're in a hotel that is uh, exclusively uh you know, people with MLB, the the restaurants in the hotel, whatever else is all, it's all fair game. It's all taken care of. There's no need to go anywhere else and, and get stuff for yourself. You're just, you're there and you're at the ballpark and that's it. And you can really focus on the game. So I think, I think we're still, you know, the ne- this weekend and next week still in this environment where there's all these kind of outside forces. And then, like I said, if you're lucky enough to, to advance, and get down to Southern California. Hopefully that's the time when uh, when things ease up a little bit. Let's end on this. How nice is it for you and your staff that you can talk about three games and you're not worried about just <laughs> one game? Yeah, that's it's a huge difference. Obviously, you know, in a normal year, the division winner, you get to immediately go to a five-game, season, a five-game series. So uh, we're not quite there yet. But uh, but absolutely, when you enter the postseason and, and you're not thinking about one game, uh, there's so many other possibilities. You, you know, your your depth is tested more, and I feel great about our our pitching depth and our position players. You take uh, you know you take a lot of the element of luck out of it. There's still look two out of three is still random. It's still not a a great sample, but you're not looking at one game where someone gives up a homer, or someone makes an error, and it basically all comes down to that. So I think we're, we're looking forward to the challenge, no matter who we play and uh, our guys will be ready for two out of three next week. Well, in a season like this with everything you've had to deal with and being able to win the AL West, you and your staff and the ball club should be so proud. We can't wait as A's fans to, to watch this postseason and see how it plays out. And that's all going to happen on Tuesday. But as of right now, you guys should be very proud of what you have accomplished in very tough circumstances. Well, I appreciate that, Chris. I know our guys do. I know, uh, you know, it's great. It's great to have support behind us, and and they, you know, they've been able to to feel the support of the fans. Certainly, I mean, without even without them in the building, there have been ways our our marketing side and the tickets people have done a great job of finding ways to show our players that they're still so many people out there watching and rooting and uh, our guys are certainly aware of it and nothing they'd rather do than, than extend this season for, you know, let's say another month to give everybody a whole bunch more games to watch. Well, good luck next week, next week. Be well, be safe. And we will talk to you next week. Take care, David. All right, Chris. I'll see you. This has been a presentation of the Oakland athletics. 